0: Welcome to Turning Inside Inspiration podcast series. Um, hey guys, so today we have Jack here. He does psychology at the University of Bristol. He is from Wales and loves sheep. <laughs> <All> right? <laughs> like all Welsh men. Um, yeah, so today we'll talk about, a bit about your course actually, but let's start
1: with what A-levels you did and why you did them? So with A-levels, um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do in uni, but um, I just kind of tried to keep it away from what I was doing in high school, because I didn't enjoy high school. So, you know, whatever I picked in college, it was to avoid high school, which ended up being maths, computer science, photography, psychology, and back, which is something something stupid that everyone has to do in Wales, which is basically just like essay writing, and like life skills. Um I think the one that I was kind of mostly aiming to go into eventually would be computer science. But I ended up deciding that it would be very depressing to sit in front of a computer, you know, for the rest of your life. So psychology was more interesting and I just ended up kind of gravitating towards it and then just picked it on a whim.
0: Okay. Was it was it just like a whim or did you like have a specific reason why or is it just because oh you had an interest in it because for me i did aerospace engineering and uh,
1: yeah i mean i was good at mods and physics and i was like oh this sounds cool and uh, oh, i'll just do this yeah i think it was a similar thing it was like you do the a level and you find it interesting mm-hmm. and you don't really know what you want to do in the future so you go for f- psychology like i've got a very big interest in music as well so i wanted to pick something that wouldn't limit me to one field because obviously psychology you can specialize in just about anything afterwards um, And you can probably find a type of job where you can Support a hobby like music or like fighting on the side Whereas with computer science I feel like If I did that just all the time it would be sort of You dedicate your life to the subject
0: Wait so, wait, so can you repeat that again? So you said psychology can open up many doors you said
1: Yeah so with psychology There's so much stuff you can go into because how the way it's taught isn't like a lot of people might get the idea that you're sitting in front of a lecture and they're saying, this is depression, schizophrenia, or autism. Now go be a clinical therapist. Um, Whereas what it really is, is this is how the human mind works. This is how it interacts with its own body. And there's so much stuff you can do. Like you can be a business psychologist and you can help people organize a business. Um, you can go into the therapy or the clinical routes. You could go into some sort of geography specialization. You can go into some sort of law specialization. There's just a bit of everything that you can kind of carve your own path through. Interesting. I
0: I wouldn't have I wouldn't have initially thought psychology was something that would open up many doors. I I do have a an have an interest in psychology personally. Um, like and i fulfilled that interest through things like you know just like watching youtube videos mm-hmm. psychology philosophy you know stoke philosophy things like that um and, and it's it's uh it's connected in terms of um how you should live your life is connected to how the brain works mm-hmm. and how we evolve kind of thing but yeah can you talk to me more about um how was it
1: first year for you did it match your expectations so first year was sort of i feel like it would be the same in any degree but i focus a lot more on like the social side and settling in as an independent person rather than uni yeah that's like, probably a good idea because i don't feel like uni especially with my course like the first year doesn't count towards your final degree no yeah most most uh first years don't count towards the final degree
0: mm-hmm. Uh, But that said, uh, the caveat being um, in in the first year is you learn a lot of the fundamentals. So if you don't really understand the fundamentals in first year, you're in a bad position for the coming years. So I know that's the case for aerospace, especially like particular modules. Not all the modules, by the way, particular modules like, you know, the core ones like structures, materials, um, aerodynamics, things like that.
1: So what's interesting about that is that when you do psychology uh, especially this uni a lot of it overlaps with a level because a level psychology isn't a requirement to get into the degree of psychology I see. so a lot of that first year is just catching people up yeah. so that's why it's a bit more relaxed like yeah yeah with aerospace you don't find like a lot of mass crossover a lot of stuff which is just trying to catch people up to the same point yeah. before specializing in second third fourth yeah, yeah
0: no you're absolutely right uh unfortunately i didn't do further mods uh at a level because um my school didn't offer it so uh, it was actually quite difficult for me because um yeah i had all the casting up to do and whereas in, in if you did further mods in school you could have, um studied it in within two years so you had two years to learn the entire course um when you when i came to first year like i only had like 6 months um, so that was difficult for me but i mean i'm like the rarity i think for most people first year is pretty easy mm-hmm. um in terms of like the academic side of the things
1: but yeah anyway so did you focus a lot on your first year just being working for uni then or did you yeah yeah first year like i
0: literally i thought um yeah i i I had to work really hard and also um I was there's was other things like coming into first year uh the first time away from home i had to like learn how to cook learn how to clean um uh, organize myself and also i was like part of societies and things like that which took a lot of my time away so i was trying to balance all that together yeah. um yeah and also yeah you were on, you were going about you were on about um Yeah, first year
1: but not concentrating on the academic
0: side but on the other side of life
1: yeah my sort of My philosophy for first year, and I literally told this to my tutor, and she said, you know, it is what it is, is if it doesn't count, make sure you understand everything, but don't stress about every single assessment. Like don't put in 50 hours when you could put in 15 and get a passing grade. Just make sure that you understand everything, and then you don't have to like fine tune all your work. In first year at least, that's what I see, because the more time you spend like stressing over it when you know as long as you understand it you're good sort of why would you try and maximize your marks when it doesn't provide any benefit to you true what what year are you in right now I just finished second so now I'm going third of four you're hopefully four did you say well I'll have um, a bachelor's next year but I from when I was in college I signed straight up for the master's course So, without having to do any extra application I'll be put on to the fourth year course okay Can you go into just a brief detail about what all things you learned in first and second year? Yeah. So it was very wide because of how generalized psychology is. There's a lot of stuff that you need to sort of cover, but you need to get like a basic understanding of just about everything. So, first year, especially, was very like scattered. Like, you'd have, we had four main modules, but then we had other modules, and it was sort of the most focus was placed on the four mains, which were. Biological, social, cognitive, developmental. So that goes through like all the biological parts of psychology. So stuff from, you know, what different parts of the brain do all the way to when a baby's born, how many lines can they see on a screen? And like, how quickly does a visual acuity develop? Um, so it is quite scattered. Like you'd have a look at how people used to think about paintings and how paintings are changed. So now they actually tend to be more realistic, whereas before Important structures would be bigger, less important structures would be smaller, and it would just look very weird to us now. Like, there's a lot of sort of philosophy, history, and just sort of general mess all about first year. It's kind of hard to place what you did in first year because of how wide it was. Yeah, but then no, I understand. Yeah. But then second year was a lot more specialized. We just had two modules, which was the brain and social. So the brain stuff was literally just, you know, biological and just the processes that happen within the brain. Vision, you know, cognitive stuff that happens like vision, cognitive stuff and social, social cognition. Yeah, yeah. social stuff just went on to like stereotyping and, you know, child development and stuff like that.
0: I have a question, actually, mm-hmm. um, because the way the modern world is going... Um, with like feminism and things like that, like a lot of the um, the older beliefs are changing mm-hmm. and it's going against biology, right? Um, especially in some of the universities you see in the US and things like that. Does, is, does that happen in
1: Bristol? And um, what's your thoughts on that? Um, well, we do have very like conscientious lecturers and anytime something comes up, that is kind of questionable by today's standards, there might be an old belief, they do approach it with a lot of care. And they do say, this is the way it's being taught now. And this is a way, you know, this is something you should understand, but it's not necessarily something you need to agree with or sort of, it's not concrete. But that's the same with everything in psychology, like nothing or a very few amount of things are kind of set in concrete. A lot of it is open to interpretation. And they, they never say, Like this is exactly what happens. They always say, this might be what happens, but you know, if one day you find out something different, then that's good enough. Have you, do you have any idea where you want to go as of yet? Um,
0: In terms of where you want to go in terms of the degree itself, first of all, as in what kind of topics you want to learn. I mean, it's okay if you don't have any mm -hmm. key interests.
1: Well, next year um, I've chosen to specialize in genetic psychology and nutrition psychology. Um, I think something along the lines of nutrition or sport would be quite interesting. But obviously at the moment it's also very, you know, fast changing environment. So especially with nutrition, like you have loads of new diets coming out, vegan, vegetarian, keto, carnivore, all that junk. So that would be interesting to look at. But um I don't know how big the market is, how easy it is to get into, stuff like that. Um but I also do sort of emphasize with myself that there are multiple opportunities, like just I'm doing a psychology degree doesn't mean I need to go into psychology. Like it could be music, coaching, something along those lines. Can you talk more about that and how that's actually applicable? I've met a lot of college students who think when they pick their uni degree, that's it. That's what they're going to go into for the rest of their lives. But it's yeah. so easy to just pivot. Yeah, you can re-specialize, you can build up something new. It could be business, it could be an art. Yeah. Um, You never have to stick on one thing. It was actually something I was reading about the other day. It was um, the idea of a polymath, which is sort of a Renaissance man or somebody who is so interested in so many different things that they end up contributing to a bunch of different things, like Leonardo da Vinci or someone who they looked upon as somebody who covered all aspects and that's just as applicable today, even though it seems, or even though it's less encouraged.
0: Yeah. Um I know a lot of people who have a master's degree in aerospace engineering um and like for for a fact like two of them are are going to do a startup um, one of them is already doing a startup um it looks like you know it's taken off the ground
1: fifty apparently fifty percent of the degree goes into finance mm-hmm. um, not engineering um if you have an opportunity to just email one of your lecturers and say do you have any research going like throughout your whole uni career it would be good to just get us some phone numbers yeah um this is the thing i think i
0: mentioned it in one of the other uh, one of the other episodes honestly like the university will send you so many emails and most of the time you'll be like Ugh, delete or just ignore or not even open it you know um just just open it just read it and then just apply even if the requirements whatever it is whatever it's for it just seems like really difficult just just apply see what you can do and then i'll tell you now like if you do that in first year right things are just going to compound it's not a linear growth it will compound in fourth year you'll be the head of something honestly like mm-hmm. it's just apply university is a pot of opportunities um I wish I had the sense to actually listen to my own advice in first year. <laughs> I would say someone would I'd say there'd be more than two or three people who've said the same thing when I was in first year. I was like, ah, no way. I'm just gonna go out every night. <laughs> what makes your life fulfilling?
1: Um, Does psychology uh, meet the requirements? I think I like to do a lot of stuff, so it's sort of it's a toss up of. Psychology, obviously I'm trying to excel in that, in terms of the degree. Not really sure I want to go with it afterwards. Music is something very big that I spend a lot of time on, as you can see. Um, there's fighting as well. So you've got the BJJ, the Muay Thai, all that. BJJ stuff. is Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Mm-hmm. Muay Thai is like Thai boxing. It's a particular type of martial art. Yeah, so I think there's just a lot, of, a lot of things where I'm trying to fill a lot of sort of areas. So you've got a creative area in the music, you've got the physical area in the fighting, you've got the academic area. Don't really know if there is much else, but it's sort of a thing where you just try and pick up as many skills as you can. Like, I think you know what I'm saying, when you just sort of, you see something that interests you, you try and learn about it, no matter what it really is. Yeah,
0: I see see that, yeah, I see that. Yeah, this is the thing, like the people who do really well in academia... I'm, and this is something that's like, you can't, I don't think you can force it to happen. It's just something that your your natural proclivity is like this, where like for some people I know, like I know some people, very few people in my year were in their spare time, they just like to learn more about aerospace engineering mm-hmm. and just things like that. They didn't really like, like for me, like I like mixed martial arts, you know, I like um, hanging out with my mates and things like that. Um, for them, it's just like, for their spare time, there's just like more airspace, more reading papers, just more like building stuff. And those are the type of people that do really well, because it's, it's just like that single focus on just that one thing, mm. you know? Uh, I mean, if, that, if, if you like find a degree where you can be able to do something like that, then you know, fair play, you mm. hit the jackpot, Um, But I think for
1: most people, it's like they have to have a balance of different things. If you're coming from a home where you've lived with your parents and you've kind of just sort of kept to the shadows and done your own thing, kind of coasted through high school, college, I think when you come to uni, it's really important to try every single society you can and sort of really find something that gets you out of the house every day. Initially, I thought having a first is like very
0: important, and that's going to be the be all and end all. But then I realized pretty quickly
1: uh, that is not a great aim. Um, Trying to elaborate on that, because I I think a lot of people who are in college would be saying, you know, um, well, I, want to, I uh, mean, this is just first.
0: my opinion. But I mean, if you get a first or a two one, it doesn't really matter that much. The only the only thing the only way the only like domains i know it was, at least for engineering uh, it would matter is if you want to go to like formula one mm-hmm. so if you want to go to formula one um you would need a first because uh, it's very highly competitive but for most jobs you just need two one mm-hmm. um in fact not only it, w- it would be better for you to get a two one but like all like different like experiences like in leading groups mm-hmm. uh in leading like societies and things like that uh, it'd be way more beneficial and look way more better in your CV than if you had a first and then didn't have those experiences, mm-hmm. right? So in my opinion, I think that even even in Formula One, like to be honest, like I know a person who got a two one who he didn't get he didn't get past the interview stage, but he got an interview at Renault or it might have been McLaren. I'm not too sure, and um, even though he was. N- Literally, he didn't get a first. He got a two one. Um, not only was he did he have a two one, he was a second year. Only third year actually. Third years actually get the internships to the interview stage, or so they said. But he he was a second year. He didn't get a first, and he got that interviewed. You know why? Because he did extracurricular activities, mm-hmm. extracurricular activities specifically regarding F one. Mm-hmm. um So like that kind of like highlights to you how much.
1: How important these things are mm. um so saying if you are in college don't stress about you know if you don't get the grade you want and stuff like that
0: yeah but anyway enough about me let's talk about you what's your thoughts on extracurricular activities and especially in that university life and how and also let's go into deep about um growing as a person when you go into university as opposed to when you come from school
1: um loaded question but yeah i think it's i think when you go to uni you think that it's all just study 24 7 but i honestly think it's a half and half i think it's half you know being independent learning you know what can make you grow and what can make you happy and i think the extracurricular extracurricular stuff is quite important for that so if you're doing you know, uni work 24-7. I don't think you can get anywhere near as enriching an experience as if you're kind of, you know, going out making friends, going to sports clubs, going to music venues, you know, learning stuff that's off your course, like instruments or skills, sports, whatever. I think there's a lot of, yeah, I think there's a lot of benefit to not just following exactly what you think you should do and instead allowing yourself some space to move up. Yeah, carving, figuring it out for yourself Mm. and allowing
0: space for that to happen.
1: Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting because a lot of people consider it as, you know, yeah, you get a job. You're only going to uni to get a job to work till you die. But I think if it is possible for you to try and work for your passion more, then it's definitely something worth making sacrifices for. So, for example, if you are, really into mma and you want to become an mma coach but you're doing a chemistry degree i think use your chemistry degree and use it to get into a place where you can sort of live comfortably but also put every extra minute into what you know you need to do to become a coach yeah until you can
0: until you reach a point where that coaching job can actually um, give you enough finance to Mm -hmm. actually support yourself
1: and then you can make that switch yeah that's called playing as uh, smart. Mm-hmm. Playing is safe and playing as smart. But a lot of people, they think maybe it'd be a waste because, you know, you pay nine grand a year for uni and then you ditch it two years after you leave. You know, you ditch your whole subject field. But it's not so much a waste. It's just you can't think of things as a very strict structure. You have to think of it as, you know... Probability streams. Yeah, I can branch off into something else if I want to. Like, I shouldn't be sticking... To, to one, one thing point. just because you know philosophically it might be a waste yeah for sure
0: it's funny because when you're when you're younger you don't really think about this but when you get when you get older you you uh think about it more and then and the more people you listen to you, like you hear the same thing like i know peter Thiel. like he i was listening to him he's like a billionaire he sort of co-founded paypal basically he he did law um in law in stanford he was a very smart guy um and he went, and he he worked in for this law firm in Wall Street, basically straight after straight out of college, and apparently he hated every single second of it, um, and he escaped it as soon as as soon as he could, and basically one of his coworkers said, you know, thank you for uh, showing me that you can actually escape this job, because hmm. um, I didn't think it was this possible, and um, the reason why he said that is because up until what 22 23 years of age you got to get this whole identity uh, you know wrap, you're wrapping yourself around this identity that you want to be the best of the best you want to do great in your degree you want to you know get that top law firm in that top city um, and then you realize oh you're competing for the wrong thing hmm. um yeah he says is you know competition yeah if you compete with someone yeah you're, you're gonna get, its competition is good in one level because you're gonna get better at what you train to be uh, good at. But then, are, are you sure you're in the right domain? Mm. Are you sure that that's what you actually want? So that's a question that
1: I'm not sure. I think this might be too deep for GCSE and level students. But uh, uh, see, I don't think it is because where where you're going is you're basically saying, you know, you're about to pick a degree, but it doesn't like. It's not the be all and all. Like, it, it isn't. It yeah. isn't. Yeah, and I think it's important to hear. Yeah, it it
0: is important to hear. And, and when you're eighteen, and you have so like few experiences, reference experience to actually just think about and actually like see. You, you it's like looking through a pinhole. You can't see things. You can only mm. see a very small your field of view is very small. Mm. It's only when you go you get to uni and then you have like different experiences. Um, I'm not saying that you actually need to go to uni maybe in a gap year or you meet new people in university or you talk to lecturers or you watch something inspiring you realize oh there, there's these avenues and these like these other things in life that are as important or even sometimes even more important um really like concluding thoughts for me and uh, i'd like i love to hear your concluding thoughts as well yeah try to do what you're interested in hopefully um you can cultivate those interests at universities and you can find new things and new interests in universities and maybe you can pivot. Hopefully like um, Valhalla, right, in the perfect world, what would happen is that you would find, you may have like all these different interests and you may find this one thing that actually combines all of your interests and you can do that one thing better than anyone else Mm -hmm. because for you it's not work. For you, it's just fun, right? For example, like MMA, right? For MMA for me, uh, I love it. I love doing it. Mm-hmm. But for most people, they think it's like work. They think, oh, you're getting hit in the head all the time. It's like, why would anyone do that? But for me, part. it's not work, yeah. right? So, so someone who thinks like that can never be as good of a fighter as I am mm-hmm. if their mindset is like that. I guess it's, it applies to just about everything. Everything, well. it applies for everything. Like For example, for you, music might be like, absolutely heaven on earth, you know? For me, I'm not, it's not I'm not really hmm. that big on music. So hmm. you're willing to put the hours in to be good at music. You get it? So it's like, so so you have these skill sets, and then, you know, naturally, for some people will, will be um, better at some things than others. So just go towards those skill sets, try to, try to, you know, learn about the world, try to see what else you like, cultivate it, and then hopefully, you can carve out a niche for yourself, wherever that may be. Yeah, that's mine.
1: I guess my concluding thoughts will mainly be along the lines of, the most important thing I think we've talked about is the idea of when you come to uni, find a passion, don't let your degree be the be all and end all. But if you can find a passion in your degree, that's amazing. Um, If you can find multiple, that's also great. It it depends on what kind of person you are. A lot of people just like to focus on one thing and go 100% on that. There are some people who will do, you know, kind of just a bit of everything. But I think as long as you find something that can put your mind in a state which is kind of meditative or can make you not worry about everything that's going on, um, whether that be fighting, music, whatever, I think that's one of the most important things you can find in uni.
0: All right, I think that's a good place to end. And with that, I'll see you guys later.
1: Enjoy the outro music, I made it. (laughs)